Welcome into another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Tucker. And today we will be talking about, or we'll do our week three recap and just talk about some of the statistics that stuck out in those games. And then we'll go on to our week three waiver wire candidates, or I guess the week four waiver wire candidates, if you want to say it like that, whatever. So, all right, here we have the week three recap. Um, we'll kind of talk, we'll talk through each game and just kind of some of the statistics that stood out to us, the score, who won, whatever. So starting out Thursday night, Panthers at Texans. Panthers won this one pretty good, 24-9. to um, Christian McCaffrey left the game early, diagnosed with a hamstring strain. Um, there's no exact timetable for return. Yeah, they didn't put him on IR, so it doesn't seem like it's going to be a super long extended period of time, but I guess we'll find out shortly yeah we we should find out i mean before sunday i would assume i mean he's definitely going to be out this week i mean uh we'll talk about the waiver wire candidates there chubba hubbard royce freeman but just in this past game on thursday night uh chubba hubbard filling in for christian mccaffrey 11 carries 52 yards average of 4.7 yards per carry royce freeman only had five carries 17 yards 3.4 average so i mean Chubba Hubbard definitely looking like the better back. He's a rookie. Yep. Um, I think he's from like Oklahoma State or something like that. Or it's actually not Chuba. It's Chuba. Chuba. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. I, I remember just watching a college game this past year and it was like Chuba Hubbard. And I'm like, wow, that's a great name. They were saying it even as Chuba Hubbard, but I guess it is Chuba. Chuba. So, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean. That's pretty much the biggest thing that happened from this past game. Christian McCaffrey going down, but on the Texans' side, I mean, the only good thing for the Texans is Brandon Cooks. I mean, nine receptions, 112 yards. Uh, I mean, Davis Mills had 168 yards, so I mean... (laughs) (laughs) A majority of those going to Brandon Cooks, yeah. yeah. and I'm assuming that will probably be the case game in, game out. He'll be their number number one top. Yeah, Yeah. so I mean, if you drafted Brandon Cooks, you're you're sitting pretty right now. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, uh, next game. Chargers at Chiefs. Uh, stunner. Stunner there, yeah. I mean, I predicted this one correctly. Yeah, Chargers I, I winning. I did not. I did not. Um, but, yeah, Chargers beat the Chiefs 30-24. to I mean, the Chiefs had four turnovers, two fumbles, two interceptions. I mean, Chargers had none. So that's that's the biggest, my mm-hmm. biggest takeaway from that is Chiefs don't turn the ball over. They're going to win that game. Yeah. So, but, I mean, turnovers are a big uh, part of football. Yeah, caused by the defense. Yeah, Chargers' def- defense looks... Pretty good. Chargers yeah. are looking like a good team this year. I, they definitely are. I mean, I love the Chargers coming into the season. First couple of games, they didn't look all too well. Uh, I mean, they lost to the the Cowboys, but again, Cowboys are a really good team now too. Yep. Um, but yeah, they stunned the stunned the Chiefs. Justin Herbert, two hundred and eighty one yards, four touchdowns. I mean, Mike Williams, a big benefactor there. Seven receptions, one hundred and twenty two yards, two touchdowns. Yep. Again, if you drafted Mike Williams late, you're just you're sitting pretty there. So. Uh, but then, I mean, it was just an all-out uh, gunslinger battle there. I mean, oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, he put up only 260, but three touchdowns, and like we said, the two, two interceptions. Picks, yep. But, yeah, it was just a great game to watch yeah, all around. It was really good to watch, especially yeah. at the end there. Yeah, it was it was great all around. But next game, Cardinals at Jaguars. Um, Cardinals win this one. It was a lot closer than I Yeah, uh, that's what I was just going to say. It's a lot closer than yeah, you think it would be. Yeah, 31-19. Um, Cardinals, yeah, I think Jaguars were winning at one point, but yep. big. Uh, there was that 109-yard yeah. uh, field goal missed kick return for yeah. touchdowns. So, I mean, big part there. I mean, that's seven of their points, or six, I guess, but of their 19 points. But, yeah, Kyler Murray, no passing touchdowns on the day, So, but 316 yards still, one interception, and he had a rushing touchdown. But uh, A.J. Green looked good. I mean, we've talked about those the like, Cardinals wide receivers a lot, and it's just – 
like we said, it's going to be up and down one guy one week, mm-hmm. one guy the next. I mean, it was DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk week one. Week two, it was Rondale Moore. Now we got A.J. Green, Green. five receptions, 112 yards. And then Christian Kirk back above 100 yards again. Mm-hmm. It's just I picked up Rondale Moore and even started him thinking, okay, the rookie's going to get some some action. Two points total in fantasy. I mean, just sad. I mean, DeAndre- It's almost like a running back committee but a wide receiver committee exactly yeah i mean deandre hopkins then two only three receptions for 21 yards so i mean you drafted deandre hopkins in the second round he's being outperformed by aj green right now mm-hmm. and Chris- christian kirk is a higher ranked wide receiver yeah, I he believe. has more points on the year yep and yeah no it's just again yeah it's like you said the running back wide receiver committee there and mm-hmm. yeah it's just and then it's I mean, yeah. yeah, with the wide receivers committee, and then the running back committee is literally a running back committee too. I mean, yep. James Conner, two touchdowns on forty-three yards. Chase Edmonds, twenty-eight or twenty-six yards, but seven receptions, uh, both with eleven carries. Yeah. So both pretty good fantasy days, I'd say. I mean, yeah, I mean, I have uh, Chase Edmonds starting now, and I pretty much yeah left him in my lineup every single week now because yeah, he's he's scoring those points, yeah, he's getting, getting receptions, yeah, getting averaging the yards. over ten. So I mean, that's what we kind of want. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, James Robinson finally come back and had a good game. I mean, he had 15 carries on 88 yards, a touchdown with six receptions for 46 yards. Yeah, I mean, I actually benched James Robinson this week because, uh, yeah, I mean, he had done absolutely dog shit the first couple weeks. Nine points and eight points the first two weeks. And I had Tyson Williams, who was uh, starting to do a little better. He's getting carries and stuff, and... Yeah, and then I had Rondell Moore, who I picked up, and who I was thinking, oh, yeah, he's going to do good. But, yeah, no. James Robinson, yeah, back to where we thought he was going to be. Hopefully. Hopefully it's not just a one game here. Yeah, I mean, it's against a tougher defense, so maybe now he's getting more carries, more looks, and that's that's what he was doing last year when he was the lead horse back is how he got a lot of his points is he got all the touches. Yeah, and six receptions, too. That's huge. 21 touches, yeah. Yeah, 21 touches total. That's big by running backs. And, yeah, Uh if you're getting a running back with 20-plus touches, don't put him on your bench. Don't do what I did. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, I mean, he'll definitely be in my lineup from now on. Uh, And then Trevor Lawrence, too, another two-interception day for him. I Uh mean, he's just not looking too good to start the season. Yeah, Yeah. I mean – Peyton Manning had a lot of interceptions his rookie season, so I mean that's just one thing you always just think back to. So, yeah, Trevor Lawrence off to a rough oh, start. Yeah. But the wide receivers too just really haven't been producing at all. Yeah, Lavisca Chenault I think was the highest drafted wide receiver. Uh-huh. He's the lowest ranked out of all of them. Yeah. I mean, Marvin Jones, Marvin is Jones, the highest, yeah, he's yep. the highest right now. He's caught a couple touchdowns from him, but yeah, I mean, the wide receiver core. Yeah, I've been wondering if i should be dro- dropping lavisca chenault but i, think, I mean i think i might week, be this week this week thursday night i feel like that's gonna be a big opportunity for him to maybe get some trick plays in maybe get some of the run game going with lavisca chenault so i got him actually starting in one of my leagues now so we'll hopefully it turns it around but i don't know <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see so Next game, we have the Bears at Browns. Um, Browns win this one 6-26. With uh, ease. With Yeah, very much an ease, uh, easy win for them. I mean, Justin Fields went 6-for-20, 68 yards, and he was sacked a total of nine times. Wow. That I mean, I looked at the uh, total stats for the day, and the Bears had a total of one passing yard. Because, I mean, with yeah, all the sacks, sacks, you go back, and it's negative yards in the passing game. So they had one, one yard, yard passing, oh. which is just horrendous very bad and Matt Nagy now has come out and said that um 
was it Fields, Foles, and Dalton are all up I to start? That. Yeah. <laughs> like they could all be potentially starting week four. So uh-huh. it's just a disaster in Chicago. But yeah, I mean, the Browns, they're looking pretty good. Frustrating uh, fantasy backfield mm-hmm. for us fantasy owners. Um, Nick Chubb, 22 carries, but only 84 yards and eight fantasy points on the day. And then Kareem Hunt, 10 carries, but he ended up with 27 fantasy points because of the six receptions, 74 yards. 81 yards on the ground and a touchdown yeah so i mean it's just you're happy if you drafted hunt late and you're starting him in the flex but you're sad if you had nick chubb yeah if nick chubb your number one running back and that's what i have him in one of my leagues and i'm off to an zero and three start in that league so it's not a great start for nick chubb owners but hopefully it's like derrick henry and he's more of a ground and pound running back hopefully it just takes him a little bit to get going so um next game we have the football team at bills bills win this one Pretty easy too, uh, 21 to 43. Um, Taylor Heineke had a pretty good game, 212 yards, two touchdowns, but two interceptions. Um, Antonio Gibson led the football team in receiving yards on one reception for 73 yards and a <laughs> touchdown. That was pretty uh, fascinating stat there. But uh, I mean, the majority of the news is coming from the Bills' offense yep. there. I mean, Josh Allen, amazing day, 358 yards, four touchdowns. And the one rushing touchdown. One rushing. Oh, I missed that. Uh, yep. One rushing touchdown, too, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, it was a great day for uh, wide receivers on the Bills, too. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders ended up having his best game of the season. Yep, two two touchdowns, touchdowns. And then Cole Beasley, two 11 receptions, 98 yards. And Stephon Diggs had a decent day as well. I think mm-hmm. it was like 14 fantasy points. So, um, yeah, I mean, great day by the Bills off- offense all around. Can't see it continuing this way week in and week out, but, I mean, Hopefully he does, and mm-hmm. Josh Allen MVP vote then. I mean, I sure hope so. I got him in a few leagues. Yeah. Next game, Colts at Titans. Titans win this one. Um, not as big of a margin of victory as it should have been, but twenty. Uh, what's it? Twenty-five to sixteen. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz was playing on two sprained ankles, so I mean, that's just it's amazing. I mean, he didn't throw a touchdown, but one hundred and ninety-four yards. Um, but just an abysmal day by the Colts offense altogether. They're leading receiver in rusher. Neither of them had over 70 yards. So just a bad day by the Colts offense. So, I mean, that's what I mean by it should have been a bigger margin of victory. I mean, yep. t- Colts offense just is not good right now. Yeah, they're not playing well. They are not. Uh, Carson Wentz just is not the guy. I mean, not now at least. He may be when he's healthy, but even then, he's just never healthy. So it's just sad to see right now. But, I mean, Titans... They're not looking too much better. Um, Derrick Henry, um, leading force for the Titans offense, 28 carries, 113 yards. And then Nick Westbrook was the leading uh, or led the Titans in receiving uh, four receptions for 53 yards. So, I mean, bad day there altogether by the Titans and the Colts. Um, Yeah, I think A.J. Brown left early. A.J. Brown left early. I want to say it's a hamstring injury there, too. And he's dealt with that in the past. So it's hard to it's it's just not good to see that. We'll have more news about that as the week goes on. But, uh, yeah, just a bad game all around. Yeah, so nothing much else to talk about. Next game, Saints at Patriots, uh, 28-13. Saints win this one. I mean, shocker there for me. I mean, I was thinking the Patriots would win this one at home. I mean, the Saints just, after week one, they did not look good. No. And, yeah, Jameis Winston, I mean, only 128 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Kamara came out, though, two, or 24 carries, 89 yards, three receptions, 29 yards, and a touchdown. 
And I mean, you we have not seen that many carries by Alvin Kamara. Not usually, we? no. Yeah, like maybe they're going to finally start giving him the ball more on the ground. But yeah, 24 carries, that is a lot for Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And yeah, it's just interesting to see if they'll keep up with that, especially in a, I mean, they won this game. So I mean, maybe if they give him 20 carries, maybe it's like the Zeke stat from a couple of years ago. You give him 20 plus carries, you win the game. Yep. Like that's just it. So maybe that's what it ends up being, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but on the Patriots side, Mac Jones, bad day all around. Three interceptions, um, 270 yards and a touchdown, but 30 for 51 passing. Yeah. Just a hard day for a quarterback there. I mean, three three interceptions, 51 attempts. Uh, yeah, it's just not good. But mm-hmm. And a bad day um, for Patriots running backs too. I mean, Mac Jones led the Patriots in rushing. Six carries for 28 yards. So, I mean, those Damian Harris owners out there, like myself, you just get a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Why are they not running the ball as yeah, much? I just with... feel like they were down probably. Well, they weren't really down the whole game. I think it was close in the first half, but still, you'd think they'd run the ball at least a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it's not two. I mean, it's a two-possession game there, barring a two-point conversion, of course. But, I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Patriots, maybe they just kind of took a day off, but it's Bill Belichick, so you just don't really know. I mean, they got Tampa Bay next week, so we'll talk about that in the preview. But, uh, yeah, next game. Falcons at Giants. Falcons win this one 17 to 14. Another upset in my mind. I mean, Falcons just don't seem like a good team so far no. this season, but they came out and played uh Giants too. I mean, they've had some weak competition so far this season, so I mean, it's just one of those games. You yeah, just, it was a weird game. Yeah, Kyle I mean, Pitts didn't have like any catches until I think like the fourth quarter or something like that. Yeah, Kyle Pitts just hasn't really been all that much of a fantasy option i feel like i got him in one league and he just hasn't been impressing me all too much but i mean cordero patterson though he seems to be the main beneficiary on that offense oh yeah he's getting carries he's getting receptions i mean six receptions 82 yards seven carries 20 yards and another 10 plus fantasy point performance for him so i mean he's staying up there in the top 10 running backs and that's just sad for us Mike Davis owners, much like myself. Uh, yep. Only 12 carries for 50 yards, 11 fantasy points on the day. Um, just sad seeing that. I mean, Mike Davis. Yeah, he, I thought he was going to do a lot better than he's doing, but yeah, maybe we're both he gets very, better as the year goes on. Yeah, maybe maybe he just needs to be a perennial backup, but who knows. Um, and then on to the Giants side, uh, Saquon Barkley finally getting back into shape. I mean, that was what they were saying, though, like week three would be the timetable for his return if he were to miss some time to start the season. So it's good to see 16 carries, only 51 yards, but he had a touchdown and some work in the receiving game as well. 21 fantasy points on the game. So, I mean, it's good to see that when you draft Saquon in the first round. You want to see 20-plus yeah. point performances. Oh, so. yeah. Great to see him back in shape there, but I mean, and then you just look at the wide receiver core there too. It's just Kenny Galladay led the Giants in receiving this week. I believe it was Slayton last week and Shepard the, the week, week before. before so, yep. but I mean, Shepard and Slayton both went down uh, with injuries and left the game early. So mm-hmm. again, we'll have more as the week progresses. But I think they they're not too serious of an injury for those guys, so um, shouldn't be too bad of news. But. Nope. Next game, we have Bengals at Steelers. Bengals win this one in quite an upset. I mean, 24 to 10. I mean... Yeah, they kind of blew them out of the water. They did very much so. I mean, it did 
news did come out earlier in the week that Big Ben was ha- had a like a left pectoral injury, so maybe that had something to do with it. But I mean, Joe Burrow three touchdowns, only 172 yards, but he went 14 for 18, like pretty good uh, accuracy there. Only 18 passes, 14 completions, and then I mean, Jamar Chase starting out his rookie season, fantastic. Another two touchdowns to put to his resume. Uh, yeah, Bengals offense looks good. I'm excited to see them on Thursday night against yeah. the Jaguars. It should be a great game all around, I feel like. Um, but, I mean, if they Bengals do what they did to the Steelers, I mean, the Jaguars won't stand a chance. No, yeah, not at all. <laughs> I mean, Big Ben, he went 38 for 58, 318 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, though. And, I mean, if going up against Trevor Lawrence, I wouldn't be surprised next week if we see four interceptions from him. But sticking to this game, Najee Harris... 14 carries, 40 yards, along with 14 receptions. Wow. I didn't realize he had that many receptions. Yeah, 14 receptions, 102 yards, more receptions this week than any running back or wide receiver. I mean, that's just amazing to see from any running back. Yeah. I mean, especially a rookie running back, Najee Harris, who... That might even be a rookie record. Yeah, I... I yeah, I mean... I I'm not too sure, but yeah. I, I mean, didn't think about that, yeah, but... Najee Harris, yeah, not getting a lot of work in the run game, only 40 yards, but yeah, that receiving game, that's where the fantasy work is for Uh running backs, and yeah, if he's getting that many receptions or even targets a game, Uh that is just fantastic. Yeah, that's a big I got Najee Harris in one of my leagues, so I mean, that's just amazing stat to see, and yeah, I mean, when he's coming into the league, I mean, he didn't really seem like a receiving back. Yeah, it was like more a of a ground and pound uh-huh. Derrick Henry type guy. He was from Alabama, same as Derrick Henry. So you would, yeah, coming in, I thought that he'd be more of a run game guy, and then maybe Anthony Anthony McFarland, the five nine guy running back with the Steelers, would get a lot of the receptions out of the backfield. But nah, it's it's Najee Harris yeah. all the way. So that's great to well, see if you yeah. drafted him early. Next game, we have the Ravens at Lions. Ravens win this one on a record-breaking 66-yard field goal off the uh, crossbar and then bounces in. Yep. That was just amazing to see that. But, yeah, Ravens win. I mean, sh- too close of a game for Ravens at Lions. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens, I, I think I got some question marks there. with the Ravens. I mean, they did beat the Chiefs, but, again, close games. So mm-hmm. maybe that's all they play is just close games. But, I mean. Yeah, I think I saw Marquise Brown drop two touchdowns in the end zone oh really yeah yeah i wasn't paying too much attention to that game just saw the field goal at the end but i mean lamar jackson he had a pretty good game 218 yards and then i'm only 58 on the ground so i mean slow day for him yeah, i would say relatively slow day yeah for him. <laughs> but then i mean on the other side with the lines uh the run the running back tandem there swift and williams they're just both looking amazing i mean yeah, both doing 10, very well. 10 plus carries 40 plus yards and they each had a rushing touchdown on the day like and then Swift, seven receptions, 60 yards. Williams, only two receptions for 25 yards. So, I mean, if you drafted Jamal Williams, you are just on fucking cloud nine right now. Yeah. Um, Especially because he was going a lot later than Swift. Yeah. So, I mean, but I think that might be the success to the Lions, or the secret to the Lions' success uh, is the using both those running backs and utilizing them. Uh-huh. I mean, they're, they're both very talented. They're very talented running backs. And, yeah. This is a very close game. I mean, the Lions easily could have won this game. I mean, it was a 66-yard field goal to win the game off the crossbar. Like, it, they got so... The Ravens got so lucky in oh, that yeah. win. Like, 
I mean, not very many kickers that could probably no, no kickers that could make that. I, yeah, I don't think there's any other kickers in the league right now that could make that kick. And yeah, Justin Tucker, just the f- best kicker of all time, I think. I mean, his accuracy, the leg, it's all there. But yeah, it's. I just think that yeah, this game was too close for the Ravens. Like, I feel like the Ravens are one of our could be one of the fraud teams in the league. You know, one of those guys teams that has a better record, but it looks way better than it should be yep. type deal. And I mean, the Lions, yeah, they should have won this game. They they get another field goal, they win this game easily. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just it's the Ravens. I mean, they have Lamar Jackson, so I mean that's probably a big uh big part there is the fact that he is a Former, former MVP, MVP. Yeah. MVP candidate this year, and he can win them games. So, I mean, that's what it's all about is if it doesn't matter if you're losing, as long as you can, win games, yep. can get the, yeah, if you can get them in position to kick that 66-yard field goal to win the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just, I think, yeah, too close of a game. Next game, Jets at Broncos. This game, not close at all, 0-26. to Broncos win this one and just shut out the Jets. Yeah, snoozer. I mean, Zach Wilson, just another bad game for him. Two interceptions to his resume. Uh, but uh, Michael Carter, he's starting to become the main running back for the Jets offense there. The rookie out of uh, North Carolina, I believe it was. Nine carries for 24 yards. But he led the Jets in rushing. So, I mean, when you're <laughs> yeah. down the entire game, you're going to be passing. passing a lot so, I mean, more, yeah. He ended up with, I think, like 11 fantasy points on the day or something like that. So, I mean, decent fantasy performance. But, yeah, I just... I hope that, yeah, he starts to pick it up a little bit more and we start to see him become the guy. And if they can maybe score some touchdowns and not get, go behind so early in games, maybe they'll be able to run the ball more and maybe mm-hmm. be able to get more of Michael Carter in there. So, But then on the other side, I mean, another ru- rookie running back, Javante Williams, starting to look pretty good as well. I mean, 10 carries and a touchdown for him and Melvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 61 yards, with, but Williams only had 29. So big difference there, but... Yeah, it's just great to see another one yeah. of those running back committees that are actually doing somewhat both. fantasy relevant. Exactly. You get w- both of them with 10 plus carries and then both getting touchdowns, both getting yards. It's just, yeah, great to see. And uh, I mean, I got Javante Williams and I think I'm starting. I'm going to be starting him this week just because they're playing. I believe they're playing a bad rushing defense. I mean, we'll talk about that in the preview episode, but um, yeah, I mean, nothing much else to say there. Broncos, I believe they're undefeated so yep, far to start the season. I believe they have played some uh, inferior opponents, so that might have something to do with it. Might be one of those fraud teams too, but I guess we'll just see. I, th- I believe they play the Ravens next week, so uh, be a good test for them. Be a very good test of that for them. So next game we have the Dolphins at Raiders. Raiders win this one in overtime, uh, thirty-one to twenty-eight. I mean, what a game this was. I mean, they both made field goals in overtime, and then. Raiders go down, kick another field goal to win it. It's just all around great game. Jacoby Brissett looked good as well. Um, tw- or 215 yards passing, seven carries, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and then the receiving core there too. Mike Mike the tight end, 10 receptions on the day, and Jalen Waddle with a solid 12. I mm-hmm. mean, the rookie's getting a lot of work there too. So, I mean, there wasn't a lot of yards there, but I mean, the receptions make yeah, them they're getting targets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I dropped Mike Kosicki in one league. So, but who knows how long Brissett will be in there? I mean, if he's yeah. in there a lot, though, I mean, Kosicki's getting 10, 10 catches, multiple double-digit uh, targets. Yep, be very fantasy relevant there. Uh-huh. So, uh, next uh, or on the other side of the ball or 
Raiders, Derek Carr, continues to have his hot start to the season. I mean, I believe he's leading the league in passing yards so far this season. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, 386 yards on the day, two touchdowns, one interception. It's just just a great start for Derek Carr so far this season. Yeah, he's playing pretty well. Yeah, he's spreading the ball out too. I mean, Darren Waller's getting work, Hunter Renfro, Brian Edwards, uh... Uh, yeah, they're just he's spreading the ball around. Uh, Henry Ruggs too. Forgot about Henry Ruggs. Yeah. I mean, uh, all those guys are decent wide receivers. I mean, Hunter Renfro more of a uh, route running guy, and then Henry Ruggs can just blow the top yep. off the defense. Speedy so, I mean, guy. Just the combination of those guys, and then Darren Waller, who's just six foot eight and a monster. It's just a great offense. I think that the Raiders have working for them, and yeah, they're just gonna keep continuing to be good i feel like i feel like this is going to be one of the surprise teams of the year and i mean even peyton barber filled in for josh jacobs 23 carries 111 yards and touchdown yeah, i mean it's a good fantasy day i would be saying he's a waiver wire option if josh jacobs wasn't coming back this next week but uh i mean i guess he is questionable yeah. but i mean it was a game time decision i feel like this past week and yeah it was just peyton barber it's just it's just plug and play. I mean, you put in any running back, I feel like, and they're going to be doing good. I mean, Josh Jacobs hasn't quite had a season yet, but maybe the injury's been nagging him. So, yep. but yeah, Raiders are just looking fantastic. I mean, the Dolphins do too. I mean, the fact that they were able to come out and compete with the Raiders without their starting quarterback means maybe Tua's not as good as they thought, and Bursette might be a better fill for that uh-huh. offense. But a little better passer. Yeah. So maybe we'll see how that how the Dolphins situation plays out. But, I mean, the Raiders, they're looking hot start to the season. And I believe they got Chargers on Monday night this yep. next week. So, a great matchup there. Um, yeah, next game we have Buccaneers at Rams. Great game here, too. I mean, Tom Brady led the Buccaneers in rushing yards. <laughs> you don't <laughs> that, hear that very often. You, do, you never hear that. I mean, he had three carries for 14 yards. One rushing touchdown. I mean, put up 432 yards passing. Only one passing touchdown, but uh, yeah. it, it is what it is. I mean, Matt Stafford, just a phenomenal day on the other side. Four touchdowns, 343 yards. Um, and then with Daryl Henderson out, you see, we, we were able to see a good sample size of Sony Michelle. Uh, 20 carries, 67 yards, 3.4 average, not very good. But then we saw Jake Funk. Remember him? We talked about him in the preseason. Uh, yep. One carry for six yards. So, I mean... 6.0 average there so i <laughs> yeah. mean that's about double of what sony michelle is yeah so, a little I mean, sample size but i mean yeah <laughs> very, it's an average very little sample size but yeah jake funk might be that guy uh, i think i saw adam schefter was talking about him in like the fantasy pregame for sunday or something like that on on uh, espn he was talking about like a surprise of the week or something jake funk and it's like yeah I've been uh, beating that drum since preseason. Uh, yep. Just give him a chance. I feel like that might be the surprise guy of the year, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see if Sony Michelle's still healthy. But um, And then Deshaun Jackson, too. Deshaun Jackson's back. Only three receptions, but 120 <coughs> yards and a touchdown. I mean, yeah, big play. Typical Deshaun Jackson stat line there. Oh, I yeah. mean, big plays. I think he has like the most 50 plus yard receiving touchdowns of all time or something like that. I'd believe it. Yeah. It's just all around. I mean, he's been great. So, I mean, yeah, hopefully he starts to show, uh, be uh, an actual contributor. Yeah. To this fantasy offense. relevant. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't think he will. Cause I mean, we saw this from fan Jefferson a couple weeks ago. He had a big touchdown. I feel like it's just going to be that every once in a while. He'll get yeah. that deep ball. Somebody gets it. Yeah. But then there's Cooper cup who just continues to have fantastic season. Um, yeah. Yeah, 
But yeah, I mean, Buccaneers at Rams, this was just a great game all around. Rams, I knew the Rams were just going to come out. Better team all around. Bucks defense just is not good this year. Yeah, they have a few injuries. They are the worst pass defense, I believe, so far this season. They're the only defense to allow 1,000 passing yards so far this season. Yeah, so, that uh, isn't good. No, it's not. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the Rams have solidified themselves as probably the best team in the league. So, I mean, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, looking, ex- I'm looking forward to seeing the Rams and how how good they do this year. Yep. I mean, Matthew Stafford is just lighting it up. Yep, so. He's playing phenomenal. He is. So uh, next game, we have the Seahawks at Vikings. Um, Vikings win this one pretty good, 17-30. to 30. Uh, Russell Wilson, 298 yards and a touchdown. Lockett left the game uh, with an injury, but came back. Yeah, uh, so he, I mean, he's not 100%, but Metcalf ended up being the leading receiver. Had 100 yards on six receptions and a touchdown. But then, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he continues to have a great start to a season two, 323 yards, three touchdowns. And then Alexander yeah. Madison filling in for Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I he mean, did well. Two, 26 carries, which is kind of a shock with, with a uh, backup running back. But, I mean, they were ahead most of this game, so, I mean, it makes sense. But 26 carries, 112 yards, along with six receptions for 59 yards. So, I mean, great fantasy performance by Alexander Madison there. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, Dalvin Cook, too coming back probably this next week i mean it was one of those just like josh jacobs is like announced like the day before it's like oh he's not gonna play this game whatever uh but yeah alexander madison has been pretty good fantasy option uh oh yeah in, whenever, whenever he's yeah whenever for... dalvin cook is out yeah alexander madison is a great fantasy option so oh yeah i mean yeah i was i I just kind of knew the Vikings were going to win this one, too. I mean, Seahawks, their defense, just not good. Mm-hmm. And I was just, yeah, I'm surprised that it wasn't as close as the, the Cardinals game was. Uh, I mean, Seahawks, their offense is pretty good, so I'm surprised that the Vikings were able to stop them as much as they were. So, um, yeah, next game we have the Packers at 49ers, and the Packers win this one on a uh, last-second field goal. Um, Rodgers ended up having a decent game 261 yards two touchdowns but Devonte adams monster game monster game 12 receptions 132 yards only one touchdown but still he had a touchdown i mean even without the touchdown that's a great game yeah but uh yeah packers offense looked back in back in in full swing i mean it, w- it was getting a little sketchy there for a little bit yeah, the defense was letting up some late game drives that they necessarily shouldn't have but yeah it is what it is yeah i mean yeah it was uh yeah getting a little worried worrying when the 49ers yeah were just sitting down there in the red zone wasting time but they scored gave the ball back to the packers with 37 seconds left and yeah i mean the packers defense I, we had one interception jair alexander fielded that that deep pass yep. like it was a punt and yeah i mean yeah it just wasn't very good uh defensive effort by the packers and i mean we're just not a very good defense. Though. Yeah, I not mean, yet. We're yeah, we were hoping that it might take a step forward this year, but I mean, Eric Stokes is definitely looking good at cornerback. Um, so that's just a a plus sign there. I mean, the other side for the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, 257 yards, two touchdowns, and yeah, I mean, it's it's Debo Samuel and George Kittle are their two main, main guys, guys there. I mean, Brandon Ayuk has just been fantasy irrelevant. I mean, he did catch a yeah. touchdown, but I just. I am just kind of staying away from 49ers receivers. I yeah. Mean, it's just, I don't have Debo Samuel, so, I mean, I only have Ayuk in one league. So, I mean, I'm just staying away from that. But Yeah, even Kittle's been kind of down even. Yeah, they just, they run it with four different running backs, even when they have 
three of them injured. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Yep. Like they're just lining up their fullback yeah, as a Juszczyk starting running had back. Some, he had a good fantasy. Yeah, day I was last gonna say week. if if those other running backs continue to stay out, which I don't think is gonna be the case. I feel like Elijah Mitchell will be back probably this next week. But yeah, Juszczyk was their main running back. I feel like this week. I mean, Trey Sermon had the touchdown. But, I mean, check. yeah, he was used all over the field. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, he's always been that guy for them, though. But, yeah, it just adds to the running back confusion there. It's like, I again, I mean, I have Sermon in one league and Elijah Mitchell in another. And, yeah, I'm not starting either one of those guys probably this week. But I guess we'll just we'll talk about that in the preview. So. Yep. Uh, and then we got last game, Monday Night Football, Eagles at Cowboys. Cowboys just stomped the Eagles in this one, 41 to 21. I mean, it, it wasn't as close, or it's not as, the game wasn't as close as the score indicates. I mean, there were some garbage time points scored, but I mean, Jalen Hurts had a pretty good game. Again, it didn't seem like he had a very good game. No, it seemed like he was the only one that was giving effort on the yeah. offense for the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, he had 326 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, led the Eagles in rushing yards, nine carries for 35 yards. Um, and then you look at the running back, uh, running backs there for the Eagles. I mean, three carries for two running backs there. I mean, Sanders had two carries and Gainwell had one. Like That's me crazy. being, yeah, Miles Sanders owner. I needed him to score like 18 points on Monday night, which isn't totally ridiculous no that's not a crazy number and he ended up with like four yeah something like that it's just a ridiculous yeah Yeah, just not enough (laughs) not enough (laughs) not enough for me to win i mean but yeah the eagles they looked good but the cowboys defense just looked better i mean Mm -hmm. they moved micah parsons down to the defensive end from the linebacker who's their rookie they drafted him to be a middle linebacker and then they ended up having an injury so they moved him down to dn and the dude's just a beast oh yeah and that Cowboys defense all around. Like, they're really starting to put it together. Yeah, they're looking very good. And then, I mean, Dak Prescott, two, three touchdowns, 238 yards. Zeke's back, too. I mean, 95 yards, 5.6 average, two touchdowns, along with three receptions, 21 yards. And then Tony Pollard, too. He have, he averages 5.6, or no, 5.5 yards per carry. 11 carries, 60 yards. I mean, that running back tandem there. Yeah, they're getting it done on the ground. As probably the best running back tandem in the league without it. I mean, maybe Cook and Madison might be uh, yeah. the one that you would say might be better or even uh, Chubb and Cream Hunt. But Yeah, it's a, yeah Chubb and Cream But still, these two, yeah, they well, both the main, look really yeah, good. Zeke is the primary back and Tony Pollard just explodes when he comes in. Yep. And it's just, it's ridiculous watching Tony Pollard play and having Zeke as their starter. Yep. That Cowboys offense is just amazing. And yeah, I think... Cowboys are going to be really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zeke looked like normal Zeke. Yeah, he Zeke, was pounding people in the mouth. Yeah, I mean he was hitting the holes. He was just running right through it. Yeah, Zeke Elliott is back, and yeah, he was just he was back with a vengeance against the rival Eagles, and it was just yeah, great game by them. Cowboys offense looked great. Defense looked even better. I mean they had a pick six, two interceptions total. It's just a great day by the Cowboys. I feel like the Cowboys are going to be a team to reckon with come playoff time. So mm-hmm. I kind of hate. I hate saying that because of Mike McCarthy being there and the Packers, the fact that the Packers got rid of him just a couple of years ago. But I mean, with that amount of weapons on that offense, I mean, he's in such a good position. He uh-huh. just got and their defense playing a just, lot better than they did last year. And he just got handed that team. I mean, did he draft any of those guys? Not on the offense, but he drafted a lot. Like, he a did. Lot dra- of- yeah, they did draft a lot on the defense. I suppose that is where he did come in to play. Yeah, there was the offense that was there, but he did draft. I mean. They drafted, I think, six. Parsons, yeah. Six, yeah. Their first six picks this year were That's right, yeah. They were saving rookies, that one. They're all defensive players. Yep. 
yeah. So, but yeah, Cowboys beat the Eagles 41. I mean, Cowboys, yeah, great game. So, that is it for our week three recap. Now we have the waiver wire candidates for week three or after week three going into week four. Um, starting off with the quarterbacks. I mean, two guys there that I feel like are the main ones that you're going to want to pick up. Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's rostered in only 42.5% of leagues, but he's the number five quarterback through three weeks of the NFL season. So I mean, he's averaging 24.1 uh, fantasy points per game. I mean, he's playing really well. Yeah, nothing else much to say. He's just playing very well. And I yep. mean, especially against the Seahawks, like that game, I mean, bad defense. So, I mean, maybe, but even the week before, against he didn't Cardinals, have, yeah. yeah, he didn't have a whole lot of yards, but he still had 20 plus fantasy mm-hmm. points. I don't and, think he's thrown an interception this year yet. No, either. he has not thrown an interception yet. So, uh, yeah, just a great start for Kirk Cousins. And he's, yeah, throwing touchdowns. He's got a great receiving core there. We're starting to see Tyler Conklin be used a little bit more. I'll, we'll talk about him a little bit later on in this. But, uh, yeah, just Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, now K.J. Osborne. I mean, all those guys are starting to do good. I mean, and then you got the two running backs, Madison Cook. Yep. I mean, great offense there for Dirk, or, uh, for Kirk Cousins. And, I mean, kind of the same thing goes for Derek Carr, too, in Las Vegas. I mean, just an all-around great offense there. Yep. I mean, he's rostered in 62.4% of leagues. He's a number six quarterback. So, I mean, he's ranked lower than Kirk Cousins is, but he's rostered more. more. Yeah. Um, I mean, still averaging 23.1 fantasy points per game. So, I mean, just one point less. But he's had 380 yards passing in each of the first three games and two touchdowns in each of those games. Yeah. I mean, I mean he maybe throws some interceptions here or there, but yeah, he's putting up a lot yeah, of yards. He's slinging the ball. He's sling, they're slinging the ball. He's getting the ball to Henry Ruggs deep downfield. He's getting it to Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Brian Edwards. He's getting into, He's getting all those guys some work. And, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about Hunter Renfro a little bit later on too. But, yeah, Derek Carr, I just he's leading the league in passing yards, I believe, up to this point. Yep. Um, yeah, just a tremendous season so far. And, I mean, he's back to, I think it was like, 2017 he had like a mvp candidate season then breaks his leg like week 16 week 17 some some shit like that and then didn't end up doing much better for the next three years or whatever but now he's starting to pick it back up so hopefully yeah he's he can stick through i think that i mean they've had some good competition through these first couple weeks too i mean week one it was the ravens and then it was the steelers and he's just yeah 380 plus yards in every single game so far yeah, so i mean crazy he's i feel like he's the guy that out of these two Kirk cousins and Derek carr i feel like Derek carr is the guy i mean Kirk cousins too both of them are great so yep um yeah either way i don't think you can lose on picking up one no of those i guys, don't so. think so either and i had uh taylor heineke i mean not as good as the other two picks i mean he's rostered in five percent leagues but he's still he's averaging 20 points in both the starts that he's had and then he plays atlanta this week uh not so good defense, so just a, another guy to yeah, keep an eye on if no. you need a quarterback. Yeah, very good uh, fantasy option there, especially the streamer, streaming candidates. If you have a guy that's gone down, I mean, I guess bye weeks aren't happening yet. But, yeah, no, Taylor Heineke, 20-plus points. That's, yeah, like we said, great for fantasy quarterbacks. I mean, we have Tannehill in some leagues. I don't think he's been putting up that many points. So, no, not nearly. Yeah, it might be worth dropping Tannehill, picking up Taylor Heineke, so guess we'll just see how that plays out future as the week goes on with all these guys. I mean, it could be just a hot start. Maybe they sizzle out, but we'll see how it goes. Moving on to the running backs. I mean, 
the guy I have at the top there had him last week too, Cordero Patterson. Uh, I mean, he's still top 10 running back so far in the season. He's now rostered in just about 60% of leagues. So uh, he's starting to get picked up. So if he's available, I'd go out and grab him. Yep. Uh, but he has he had seven carries and six receptions this past week. Um, seven targets total, 16 fantasy points. I mean, he's just being used yeah. all around. I mean, he's, he's getting, getting the touches. Yes, yeah. he's getting touches all around the field. I mean, only 13 touches by this six receptions, seven carries. But still, that's um, that's good for yeah. a guy. I mean, oh, yeah. a flex option at the worst. I mean, I feel like he's not quite a RB2, RB1. Definitely a flex option. Oh, yeah, though, so. very good flex spot. Um, yeah, and I mean, he's showing that he just keeps putting up points. I mean, I, I expected this week to maybe be a week that he'd step down. Maybe, I mean, first two weeks he did good. Second week, really good. He had 20-plus fantasy points. But, I mean, still, 16 fantasy points. So, he's he's keeping it up. So, yeah. I hope that, yeah, maybe he – or I hope that he keeps it up to go. So, I mean, uh, and then we got the next next guy here. This is the main waiver wire for this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chuba Hubbard. I mean, we talked Chuba. about Chris, Chuba. My bad. I, I just it's hard love, to get out of your mind. Yeah, the, the name Chuba, yeah, Chuba Hubbard is just so – like i mean not badass it just rolls off the tongue yep. you know chuba hubbard but chuba hubbard chuba. uh he will be filling in for um christian mccaffrey so is the case i mean maybe it's royce freeman but i mean in the game that christian mccaffrey went down on thursday night it was chuba hubbard who had more carries so i mean it's a good good uh window into this coming week yep so. to see what's to come mm-hmm but yeah, I mean, 11 carries, 52 yards, five targets, um, only 10 points. But I mean, that was a partial game for yeah, him. Yeah, a fill-in. So. Yeah, he didn't expect to be playing that yeah, game. And it, yeah, and stats aside, he's filling in for Christian McCaffrey. I mean, we saw Mike, Mike Davis, Davis do this year. last year, and Mike Davis isn't having a great season now. Maybe it's just Carolina's offense is just poised to have a good running back there and that they utilize in the run game and in the pass game. Yeah, so, good scheme. So yeah, I mean, I believe... Uh, uh, Chuba Hubbard is projected like 14 points already this week. So, yeah. I mean, he is projected to be the starter. So, if he's available, uh, I mean, he should be at this point if you have waiver wires. So, uh, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I mean, definitely worth a shot at him. So, and then next guy um, that I have, Giovanni Bernard. Um, probably not uh, too much of a fantasy reliable option. Zero carries so far in 2021, but he had 10 targets, nine receptions, 51 yards, and a touchdown. 20 fantasy points this past week, so maybe he's the James White of Tampa Bay. I mean, James White, we saw him with Tom Brady in New England all yeah. those years. I mean, fantasy relevant. Not even James White, Deion Lewis, all of those just little receiving, receiving backs. backs yep. Yeah, they they get their work with Tom Brady. He loves to just dump it down. So I mean, uh, maybe he has, maybe this is a, another window into the, the coming weeks where they start to utilize Giovanni Bernard a little bit more, but I mean, they did lose this game. So maybe it's a whole thing like of trying to catch up playing from behind a lot, but yeah, a lot of dump offs. Yeah. I mean, and he only had five targets total in the first two weeks. So, I mean, he's probably not a guy you want to pick up right now, but just a guy to keep your eye on, especially after a 20 point fantasy performance. If he has another 10 plus point fantasy performance, Maybe he's worth a shot of picking up, but just a guy to keep your eye on for the meantime. Yep. I have, I had Ch- Chuba Hubbard. Chuba? Too. Yep. Uh, Royce Freeman too. Uh, I mean, he could be a, definitely an option to yeah. pick up. I mean, I think that it will be Chuba, but I mean, Royce yeah, Freeman. It'll be interesting to see if they split the carries a little more than they did, but I mean, Royce Freeman is only rostered in 0.2% of fantasy leagues. So, I mean, 
he'd definitely be a guy that'll be there in the weeks to come. So yeah, definitely. So yeah, I mean, we saw Royce Freeman. He was an early draft pick with uh, Denver a couple of years ago. Didn't quite play out. Obviously, he's not there anymore. So. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Royce can step in, much like Mike Davis. I mean, probably Chupa, though. So, moving on to the wide receiver waiver wires. I mean, we talked about this guy week one, Christian Kirk. Um, I feel like we're just going to be talking about Rondell Moore next week again. But, I mean, t- or the Cardinals wide receivers, I mean, Christian Kirk had is averaging 16.7 fantasy points. So, I mean, he seems to be probably one of the better Cardinal uh, wide receivers so far this season. I mean, he had 17 points this past week on eight targets, five targets week one, four targets week two. So, I mean, targets aren't double digits. So, oh. I mean, it's kind of scary to see that. Uh-huh. DeAndre Hopkins is still going to get a lot of those targets. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have a great game, but yeah, it's DeAndre Hopkins is the number one, and it's just a array of these other guys, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk. So, I mean, I picked up Rondell Moore last week. I'll probably be dropping Rondell Moore and picking up Christian Kirk this week. I don't know. It's just I might even be staying away from him. Probably just stay away from those guys altogether. Yeah. But just inconsistency. Very yeah, the inconsistency there in targets just has me a little nervous. So um, maybe a guy you want to pick up. I mean, he's rostered in thirty percent of leagues, so he might be available. But Christian Kirk, yeah, I I'm not too fond on him. Could be a guy you want to pick up. I'm not not too sure, but. Uh, next wide receiver, Hunter Renfro. I feel like he is a guy you probably want to be picking up. I mean, um, he's average, he's a 26 wide receiver averaging 13, only 13.7 fantasy points a game, but 18 points this past week on six targets. And that was his lowest amount of targets so far this season. I mean, he had nine targets week one, seven targets in week two. Yeah. Averaging a little over seven targets a game is what you want to see from a wide receiver. Yeah. And especially fantasy. Point perception, point per reception leagues. Yeah. So, and I mean, he's got Derek Carr putting up 380 points a game. I mean, he's got to get yards to someone and Hunter Renfro has been a beneficiary so far. And I mean, but they do spread the ball around. So again, it's, it's an iffy situation there. So, uh, it might be good to stay away from those guys in the meantime until for sure guy emerges, but just someone to keep your eye on. And then next wide receiver, um, Emmanuel Sanders, um, Actually, going back to Hunter Renfro, he's rostered in 16% of leagues. So, I mean, he should be available in the weeks to come unless he has, like, a big performance. and then jumps on the radar. Yeah, so if you want to snag him before that, now's your time. But next wide receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, rostered in 32.2% of leagues. The number 26 wide receiver as well, um, averaging 13.7 fantasy points. Had a big week this just this past week. So, I mean, that's a big bolster to his average there. But 26 points. Just this past week, two touchdowns on only six targets. So, I mean, that's sketchy. But he had eight targets week one, six week two. So, I mean, he's getting six targets at least a game. Yeah. So, I mean, he's getting the looks. And, I mean, he's got Josh Allen throwing him the ball. I mean, um, MVP candidate there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, they're all getting receptions too. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of touchdown dependency probably for Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, the two touchdowns this week just kind of shows that i mean yeah i think it's kind of the same thing with the uh, cardinals wide receivers you know card like a uh, wide receiver by committee i mean who's it gonna be is it gonna be Manuel sanders cole beasley gabriel davis yeah. Dawson knox yeah. yeah i think yeah that's a good point to make yeah so i mean but, i mean still i mean he's still a valuable option I mean, he's only rostering 32 percent of leagues and he scored 26 point last and week sanders has been a wide receiver fantasy relevant wide receiver all the time yeah, yeah i'm sure he's forever. number two or number 
Is Cole you, Beasley might be ahead of him on the depth chart. Yeah, I chart. believe Cole Beasley's probably ahead of him on the depth chart. But, I mean, Cole Beasley's a slot guy. Yep. And then Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, he'll probably line up more outside. So, it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, if now he finally starts to, to pick it up and get used in that offense more. You just, new guys on new teams, you feel like, takes a couple weeks for them to get used to it. Yep. Then come week three, week four, they start to get used more. So, maybe we see next week he gets more targets or gets... Maybe double-digit targets. I mean, a lot of wide receivers, there are a lot of targets to go around. So, mm-hmm. it'll just have to wait and see. So Then one of the wide receivers I had was uh, Tim Patrick. He's only rostered in 21% of leagues, and he had 14.8 points last week. And now, with all the injuries they have, he's the number two guy, I think, behind Sutton. Yeah. Because Judy will be out for a while. And then... KJ Hamler, yeah. Yeah. He's out for season now, too. So, uh or not to Jerry Drew, he's not out for season. But yeah, KJ Hamler is 20 oh, ACL, I believe. Yep. So yeah, Tim Patrick, we saw him last year too. He looked pretty good. I mean, kind of a fantasy relevant guy. I mean, he has his games every once in a while. But yep. Yeah. I feel like in a couple of next games to come, I think he might be a little more fantasy relevant being the number two guy. Yeah, especially against uh, worse defenses. And then they're up against the Ravens this next week. And the Ravens are one of the worst pass defenses in the league. So, yeah, yep. it be very interesting to see how he plays out next week. So, um, moving on to the tight ends. Um, I have quite a few of tight ends to talk about. I mean, again, tight ends are just very... Um, what's the word just up and down yeah in fantasy you it's just, hard to i mean unless it's like a travis kelsey darren waller not even george kittle this year maybe mark andrews yeah but yeah those guys tj hawkinson having oh a tj year. yep tj yeah. too yeah they're all the only ones that are really week in and week out mm-hmm. consistent i mean tj didn't have a great game this week but still they're gonna come back and get points every week yeah but the tight ends that i got i mean i got starting out tyler conklin vikings wide receiver number eight or tight end Number eight tight end on the season so far. He's averaging 10 points a game, but he had 20 points just this past week. But he had eight eight targets, seven receptions. That's huge. Like we said in the last week and the week before, targets, targets for tight ends. I mean, targets for wide receivers. And again, this could be this week, next week. He has two targets. You just don't know. But just the fact that he had seven receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. I want to say he was one of the leading receivers on the Vikings this past week. So... I mean, maybe, like I said, um, with uh, let's see, Emmanuel Sanders, he's not on, Conklin's not on a new team, but he was the backup, and maybe he just needs a little bit to to get that chemistry with Kirk yep. Cousins. So Make it destroyed. Yeah, um, yeah. Tyler Conklin, he's available in three point six percent of leagues. I mean, all these guys are single only digit. rostered in three point six. Only yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant. I yeah, I get that mixed up. My bad. But yeah, all these guys, they're very low roster like percentages like yep. single digit percentage um but yeah next guy dawson knox i mean again eighth tight end just like uh tyler conklin but i mean week one eight points week two nine points and then week three 15 about just about 15 points so yep. i mean there's more consistency there i feel like with dawson knox um and he's on the bills offense he's the number one tight end there and yeah, we saw him, high scoring offense yeah so i feel like dawson i mean Tyler Conklin, too. I mean, Kirk Cousins is having a great season as well. So, I mean, any one of those tight ends you can get on a very uh, potent offense is going to probably benefit you. I mean, we saw Max Williams two weeks ago do really good, and then this last week he just fizzled out. So, I mean, could be the case with one of these guys again. But, 
you just don't know with tight ends. So. They really don't, yeah. It's just good to maybe pick up one of these guys and hopefully they turn into Darren Waller, George Kittle, mm-hmm. that type deal. So, um, yeah. Next guy, uh, Dalton Schultz, only rostered in 3.4% of leagues. Um, uh, he's the fifth tight end so far this season. He's averaging 13 points a game. Uh, but he did have a big, big week this past week. 26 points in week three. Seven targets, though, 80 receptions, two touchdowns. Or 80 receptions, 80, 80 yards. yards. <laughs> Six receptions. Six receptions. Uh, but, yeah, two touchdowns on the game. So, I mean, bolstered the fantasy points there. But, I mean, again, high-powered offense with mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Dak's going to throw the ball, yep. And we were talking about before. I mean, I thought Blake Jarwin was going to be the guy coming into the season. But it seemed to be kind of a committee of the tight ends. But it seems like Dawson – or. Uh, Dalton Schultz is really starting to turn around and be the guy that Dak relies on as a tight end. Yep. So be interesting to see how that plays out in coming weeks. But yeah, only rostered in 3.4% of leagues. So And he's the number five tight end. So I mean, only averaging 13 points. So it's just kind of sad to see it like that being the number five tight end. But yep. just the way it is with tight ends. Yeah, exactly. And then my last tight end that I have, a uh, guy that... You probably don't know of yet, but uh, Tommy Tremble, rostered in 0.1% of leagues. Uh, he had only one reception on one target in 30 yards this past week. One carry, though, for seven yards and a touchdown. Solid 10 fantasy points. I mean, for a tight end, it's, it's a solid. It's a good one, yeah. <laughs> but, so, I mean, the, the main thing here, he's he was the backup on Carolina's offense. For those of you who don't know, Tommy Tremble plays for the Carolina Panthers. Yep. Uh, he is now the starting tight end as Carolina just traded their former starting tight end, Dan Arnold to Jacksonville. And yeah, I mean, Tommy Tremble was a third round pick in 2021, six foot four, 250 pounds runs about a four or uh, just under a four, six, four, yep. like four, five, nine, 40, which for a guy, six, four, two fifty, it's pretty, pretty, very good. Pretty good timing. Pretty yeah. Very good. It's and, good. <laughs> and then, yeah, Thursday night, uh, we saw him get that rushing touchdown. And then the announcer just, we're talking about how the scouts really liked him and when carolina picked him uh, other teams were calling the panthers and be like oh we had our eye on that guy too it was a good pick by you guys there so it's like who who is this guy maybe yeah. there's something to it maybe he's one of those guys like i mean george kittle late tight end pick there too i mean he was mm-hmm. drafted late i mean all the tight ends are uh, drafted late in their drafts but yeah so i mean tommy tremble maybe he comes out and he becomes one of those guys I mean, there's a reason they traded Dan Arnold. Yeah. He apparently looked they pretty good. They see something in him. Yeah, yeah, they see something in him. I mean, there there is one thing that I am worried about is um, they do have another tight end there, Ian Thomas, um, which looking at their depth chart, um, there's two tight ends listed there as starting tight end, Ian Thomas and Tommy Tremble now. So, I mean, that has me a little worried, but I just feel like with that little glimpse they saw of Tommy Tremble, they're like, yeah, we can ship out Dan Arnold get Tommy in there and we'll be able to use him around in the offense a bit more. I mean, we saw him get a carry. You usually don't see that by tight ends. No, so I especially mean, not for a touchdown. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, I guess we'll just see how it goes this coming week. I mean, we'll talk about it in the preview, but I mean, Tommy Tremble could be a guy we're talking about as the guy that won you your season. Yep. So <laughs> I mean, I say that for a lot of these guys, just because being hopeful, yeah. if I'm wrong, it doesn't matter. But if I'm right, I'm right. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, yeah, just keep an eye on Tommy Tremble for the meantime. So, And that is it for our waiver wire candidates. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. And be sure to tune in for our next episode where we cover the week four preview. 